morning, everybody. Welcome back to Tuesday Podcast. It's Friday, January 27th, 9 a.m. How are we doing? I hope everyone's had a great week. Hope everyone has a greater weekend. I hope since the last episode, I've been doing good. Everyone's doing great. And uh, I'm just, I'm here by myself today. So that's fine. So I guess to start off today's um podcast, I want to start it off with the word. I'm going to go ahead and spell it out, pronounce it, and give a definition, and we'll jump right into it. So the word is dilettante. It is spelled D-I-L-E-T-T-A-N-T-E, and it's a noun. And the definition of a dilettante means a person who cultivates an area of interest, such as the arts, without real commitment or knowledge. And the reason why I want to start off today's podcast with that word is because currently right now, that's my favorite word, dilettante. And when I heard that word, I heard it just watching TV and a character used that word. And I was intrigued by the word that I went to go and look it up. Right. And that's one thing about me. Like, I just, I love words and I love learning new words and adding new words to my vocabulary on a day to day basis. Cause even when, when I was in, when I was in school, Growing up, English was always one of my favorite subjects. Again, because of the words that you learn every day. Like vocab, vocab was definitely my favorite section in English, because again, just learning new learning new words and finding a better way to express yourself, or yeah, to express yourself and just like to express yourself and just finding new words to just say different things, even though you can just be basic and say you know a watered down version of whatever it is, or whatever it is. But just having a big vocabulary and using big words. I've always loved that because it made me seem smart. And I just love that. And again, in theory, that's what dilettante person is, kind of like someone who, who 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 wants to know and likes a lot of things, but doesn't know a lot to be to, to be considered an expert. And I think that's what I am in life. You know what I'm saying? Like I do like a lot of things, but I'm not super knowledgeable in just one thing. Right. And again, remember, I, when I, I was talking to one of my friends not so long ago and, and I brought that word up and he goes like, what the fuck is that? What, what does that mean? And I told him the definition of it. And he goes, bro, like that can be used as an insult, which is true. Because I think the character in, in the show I was watching did mean it as an insult. But the way I'm taking it or the way I'm seeing it is like, no, nah, like, bro, in life, you kind of want to be a dilettante person, I, I feel like, because you want to be able to like a bunch of things. Right, you know, and again, like it when you when you like a bunch of when you like a bunch of things, it doesn't mean you have to be super well versed in that such subject. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, I don't know a lot about math, or no, nor do I like math. But you know, when someone's talking, I don't know. That's a probably bad example. Let me find a good example. Mm, I guess, like for example, like okay, like like tennis. I love sports, and I love watching tennis at times, even though I don't know what's going on. I, I guess that can be that can be an act of being a downtown person because I cling to like tennis and I watch tennis, but I really don't know what's going on. I barely even understand how the point system works, right? But again, I know people like Serena Williams, um, Rafael Nadal, like those are like some top level athletes that play tennis. And whenever they're on, you know, I tend to just pop my head in it and watch a couple of minutes of what they're doing, even though I don't really know what they're doing, right? So yeah. I think that I think yeah I think like in life there's nothing wrong with being a dilettante person or wanting to just absorb and know everything because again knowledge is power, right? 
So with that being said as well, um, I guess kind of going back to the whole um, thing I was talking about, I was talking about English being one of your subjects. Like I remember in English, just being, just reading stories and finding like liter- literary devices within the story was always so so much fun to me, right? Like finding red herrings, um, seeing foreshadowing metaphors and similes and stuff like that. Right. And I guess in a sense, because I love I love that stuff I love that stuff so much, it kinda like seeps into the music that I listen to, right? Because I think we're I think we all like rap music, right? But like there's a certain genre of rap that I do like. So I like I like the witty punchlines. Like the people like um like Lil Wayne is like definitely one of my favorite art like rappers of all time because of just the way he raps. He uses metaphors, similes and stuff and stuff like that throughout his whole his whole, all, all, all of his songs. And that really just like, you know, grabs my attention all the time because like, you know, he's always saying some crazy ass metaphors and shit like, like that, you know what I'm saying? Like again, one of my favorite lines from Little Wayne to this day is all G's move in silence like lasagna. That's a cold ass bar. Cold ass bar. And if you don't know what it means, go ahead and look it up because I ain't gonna tell you because if you don't know, you don't know, you know? And again, people like Joey Battis as well who again, who they're just so lyrical, you know what I'm saying? Like, their pen game is crazy, right? And again, people like Benny the Butcher, who who whenever they rap, they're painting the story, and you just immerse in that story. Same thing goes with J. Cole. Whenever people like the, whenever people like this are rapping or put out a song, like, I'm all there for, because, like, it's more than just a song. They're really telling the story, and the way they convey it is really dope as fuck to me, right? And I mean, I've thought about not I'm not thought I don't know. I've thought about creating a space where I not review these things, but like, you know, just like I've always thought about just doing something in the manner of like just breaking down lyrics or just stuff like that. And again, on my free time, all, all I'm doing is watching YouTubers break down a lot of these artists' lyrics and bars because if I'm being honest, sometimes a lot of these things fly over my head, and I'm like, damn, bro, like, these dudes are so fucking dope, and I know I'm not understanding the full grasp of this shit, and I want to understand, I want to understand what they meant by this line to that line, you know what I'm saying, and I want to understand the full story of what they're saying, but the very at the very same time, though, sometimes I don't want to do that, because whenever I hear a song for the first time, and whatever, whatever meaning that my brain comes up with, and that I assume it's about, I'd rather... I'd rather have it mean that meaning to me instead of finding out what it means and now the meaning changes, if that makes sense, right? Because I think an example of this was probably, um, uh, what song was it? So I think it was a song by um Kaz and J. Cole. I think it's called, um, oh, now I gotta find it. Now I gotta find it. I know the name of the song. Hold on, I gotta find it. I gotta find it. Because me and my boy were talking about it not too long ago as well. Because he, he said it was a sad song. And I'm like, uh, I can see it that way, but I don't see it that way. It's called the yeah, um Knock the Hustle by J. Cole and Cause, right? And just a quick run rundown about the song, right? In my eyes, he's all like, um, I've been traveling on this road for way too long. You know, just basically saying like, you know, like um he he's been going on his path for way too long and like people are people come and go, you know, the real ones are gonna stay, right? And I didn't see that necessarily as sad. My boy goes, nah, bro, like that's sad because in um, in Jacob's verse, he talks about how how um he used to love someone and they taught they taught him how to love, 
and stuff like that. But that's like in the second verse. When I like when you initially hear it and hear cause rap a little bit, you don't really I don't get the sense of oh sad, depressed. I take it more of like, okay, bro, like, you know, I'm going through this right now, but like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm taking it as motivation, you know what I'm saying? Like again, like and plus one little bar can can change the whole meaning for me for the whole song. Like again, maybe it really is about loved ones, losing loved ones, like people not being there for you. But just a few bars that I heard about, you know, yeah, I'm down now, but like eventually I'll I'll be up. Just that alone changes changes the meaning of the whole song for me. And that's how I view it as as a song that's meant to be uplifting instead of talking about someone's sorrows and and sadness, you know? <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. So yeah, that that's a cool little um interesting tidbit about when I listen to music, right? And I'm just curious, like, you know, what what I'm just curious to like how much like who else thinks that way, you know what I'm saying? Like me in the sense of like, oh yeah, this is meant to be sad, but like nah, like I don't take it as sad, right? And again, like a bunch of Adele songs, those songs are definitely sad, right? And again, like at first at growing up listening to Adele on the radio, I never really understood how sad her lyrics really were, or let alone what they even meant. But again, the older I got going back and listening to these songs. It's like, damn, like, this girl, this lady is definitely heartbroken and went through some shit, right? And just the way she's able to explain what she went, what she, like, you know, explain her situation the way she did is just so amazing and beautiful to me, you know? And I really do like and appreciate stuff like that. I really, really do. Because it, it may sound corny, but, like, I just love literature. But, yeah, but I don't see myself being a poet or a writer of any sort because I feel like I struggle to find words to convey what I mean sometimes. But again, I think hence why I'm trying this whole podcast platform so I can get better at that. You know, it takes time and dedication and effort to to, um, to get better at your craft. So yeah. And I remember there was a time in elementary where there was this, on po- this poem book that all the kids would want to read. It was in the library. And every time we went to, um, we went to the library for specials, um, and we get to pick out a book and read. Everybody want, would want to go get this book because, like, one, it was an easy book to read, right? But two, like, it was just so fun, you know? Like, who doesn't love a good poem book with a bunch of, like, you know, bouncy, flowy, little dumb, like, just rhymes, you know? And I have found, I was, I was looking up the name of the book the other night, and I found it. And the name of the book is, is called Where the Sidewalk Ends by Cheryl Silverstein. Silverstein? Silverstein? And it just I just remembered a bunch of like little short excerpts from this poem. Like it just felt good, you know what I mean? And and they get kind of going back and forth to the whole thing about the music that I listen to and why I listen to it. Like I just love things that rhyme and that flow, right? And poetry is exactly that. And again, music, rap, rap is poetry, you know? Like I just love again, like a lot of times I listen to music too, or rap music, sometimes I don't hear the lyrics. As long as it's flowing and I can hear like every other rhyme that rhymes with the word, I'm satisfied. I'm a simple person. If it flows and it's rhyming, I'm going to like it, hands down, right? And I guess that leads me to um, my next segment. Not segment, but my next talking point that I want to talk about. So as of recently, I've been seeing a lot, a lot of poetry on my For You page, right? And I'm like, dang, like, it'll be dope. To um just re- not review, I don't like to review, but it'll be dope to like for me for me to share 
some of my favorite poems that I've heard and just kind of talk about them and how they make me feel because why not? You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go ahead and pull up this poem that I, that I found. I'm going to go ahead and share it with you guys. All right. So it starts off like this. One second. It starts off like this. All right. Have you ever wanted to write a poem, but you don't know what to write about? Write a poem about where you're from, but the the rule is you can't say where you're from. So instead of saying, my name is Savon Bartley from Waukegan, Illinois, say I'm from Green Bottles and Brown Waters. I'm from Handlebars and Cigarette Runs. I'm from Gun Store, Gun Store, Liquor Store, Funeral Home, Beauty Salon, Church. I'm from Wine Coolers and Handbooks, Wooden Peas, Fit for a Bus Stop. I'm from pastors that preach like a wallet. I'm from C-section, latch keys, and night shifts, absent absent father, single mother, only child. I'm from project windows and GED test takers. I'm from bell money. I'm from drive-bys and broad day, smoke twirling like a choreographed gun war. I'm from Cadillac leathers with the body like a spaceship. I'm from barbershop conspiracy theories, melanoma skin cancer, remission, recurrence, survivor. I'm from the foot my aunt lost in surgery. I'm from the bullet in my uncle's hand. I'm from you better be in his house before the street lights come on. I'm from dreadlocks swinging like bones in the wind chime. I'm from men easily mudded by a drink. I'm from framed obituaries. I'm from screen doors and watch over children who think lightning bugs are stars that wanted to play with them. I'm from dropouts. I'm from legends. I'm from I wasn't supposed to make it this far. Now, this poem is by Avon, no, sorry, Savon Bartley. And then I saw this on TikTok a while back ago, but a couple a couple of days ago, like this thought of me wanting to share poems that made me feel something resurfaced and I went and I went to go and find it so I can share with you guys, right? So I'm going to go ahead and like in the description or whatever, I'm going to like put his um TikTok handle. So please go and like give him a like because you know, this is not my idea nor, nor my poem, but like, just seeing this and reading it and in that moment when it made, what it made me feel was it made me feel really good because how many times are we always asked oh where are we from like where'd you grow up right and we just say oh i'm from phoenix arizona da, 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 right and like it's kind of like a basic answer and i don't know about you guys but it's like dang like i'm definitely a product of my environment right so whenever i get the opportunity to talk about where i'm from or where I grew up, that is, I kind of wear it as a badge of honor, as a badge of honor, and I try to like you know convey where I'm from when not when I, when I get asked that, you know what I'm saying? And I can never seem to find the proper way to to um to to get that across, you know? I kind of get yeah, I just I just don't know how to how to do that right, and just hearing this poem like damn, bro, like it just felt so good. Just, you know, it just feels so good and it gives people or it gives me just another, another, another way, another point of view. Right. And again, hence the name of the podcast, two sides, you know what I'm saying? Like just allowing me to have an option of another perspective to view things is wonderful. And that's just really what I want to share with everyone. Like there's always, you know, there's multiple perspectives out there to, to see. So, yeah. And with, so back to the poem, I've been kind of going to attend it. So back to the poem, 
I guess I'll break it down little by little. So when he says, um, I'm from green bottles and brown waters. So, no, sorry, I'm sorry. He says, I'm from green bottles and brown waters. I'm from handlebars and cigarette runs. I'm from gun store, gun store, liquor store, funeral home, beauty salon. Now, to me, just that part alone, he's painting a picture of, like, in the area he lives in, right? So when I hear, like, you know, brown bottles, I'm sorry, green bottles and brown waters, like, it's like an... The, the area is very um not it's polluted right like you know there's trash everywhere and stuff like that um handlebars as you can tell like you know that means like um he lives near a um a jail uh, a jail cell right and again there's a bunch of corner stories around his area too a beauty salon and again Illinois is, is in the east so like from what I know from the east like you know there is real outdoorsy at least back then at least I don't know how old but yeah, it's really outdoor, outdoorsy, like the salons at every corner. Everyone's cool with one another. Everyone's outside and talking, right? This, this is his childhood growing up, I feel like, right? And then we can skip to the part where it says, I'm from Project Windows and GED test takers, right? And I think I think we all know someone who, not necessarily didn't graduate high school, but again, remember those days of in high school, a bunch of kids doing dumb stuff, right? But again, we still, we're still cool with them, although they weren't academically doing the best right like again those people that didn't really like we knew that we didn't want to end up like them per se you know what i'm saying like we knew that like okay if we didn't want to go this route we, we're gonna have to stay in school and and get our shit together and graduate and pass all our classes because we didn't want to end up like that you know and then again when he says i'm from pastors that preach like a wallet now that can be taken in numerous ways but to me you just just hearing that alone just shows, okay, he was raised in the church, right? He's a, he's a church boy going to church every Sunday or whenever they have Bible studies as well. And again, being a church boy, like, you you know, like, you know, you got to be respectful, got to be polite, you know, you're nice to whoever you meet, you give everyone respect and just stuff like that. Like, that's what I, just hearing that alone paints that picture for me about this person, right? And then again, when he says, I'm from drive-bys and broad day, not me personally, I've never experienced any kind of gang violence in that manner. But again, like the picture I said, like, you know, it clearly wasn't, it was not a safe area for him and his siblings and family. Because again, like if you're doing a drive-by in broad day, you want to be seen and you, whoever you're trying to aim at, you want them gone and dead. So like, again, it's not safe at all in that kind of area, right? And again, Cadillac leather, but the body on space, um, shaped like a spaceship. And again, you know, the fancy cars, the good cars, looking cars, you know, maybe people, the people who have these cars aren't doing, you know, quote unquote legal stuff or whatever the case may be. But again, just as a kid, seeing like, oh my gosh, like, look at that car, like, it makes you want something like that. You know what I mean? And I think these, this, this, this two line right here is like means the most, not the most, but like it means a lot. Where he says, I'm from melanoma, skin cancer, remission, resurgence, re I'm sorry, recurrence and survivor. Now, I don't know if he's talking about himself, a family member, or not, but again, just that alone, you know, I'm, I, I've never, well, for those of, for those of you who've gone through cancer, either yourself or a family member, like, it's not easy at all. It's not. So just, just, I don't know, that, that paints a picture, man, and just like melanoma, skin cancer, remission, research, recurrence, sorry, and survivor is like, you know. Whoever this person was in his life, they got the can that got cancer, they beat it and they're survivor and they're here now. You know what I mean? And that's just so like, just that alone is so, such a beautiful moment and a beautiful thing because cancer is cancer fucking sucks. 
it fucking sucks. And just being able to say you beat cancer, that like that's a badge of honor in itself. You know what I'm saying? And then lastly, um, when he says, I'm from screen doors and watch over children who believe lightning bugs or stars that wanted to play with them. And just hearing that alone, it paints a picture in my head. Like, I remember it paints a picture of um, Princess and the Frog. Because, you know, in New Orleans or whatever, the kids and be it's like nighttime and then just the ladybugs and people just running around like just playing with them and they think of the stars. And, you know, you always want to shoot for the stars and just, th- just stuff like that. Like just that that feel good vibe that I get just hearing that, you know, such a really good. This is such a good vibe, such a good vibe. And yeah, man, just poems like this or just poems in general that just convey emotion and feeling. I love it. I really love it. And I think going forward, every now and then, I'm going to do more and more things like this where I just share a poem that I heard and kind of not break it down, but just tell you how, tell it what it made me feel and how it made me feel. And maybe in the future, I might write my own. Probably, probably not. Who knows? But again, I'll be willing to um, listen to or read some of your guys' um, poems and entries as well. You can always go ahead and um, send. Send that, send that stuff into us on our IG page and we can go ahead and like you know share your guys' poems if you guys do like and if you guys are comfortable with that. And again, like I said, please, please go and check out Savon Bartley's um TikTok page and give him a like because again, this poem was such a beautiful poem. And I think that'll be it for today, guys. All right, then catch y'all later and be safe. Remember, keep dreaming and keep aiming for your goals. Later.